continues to strengthen against a basket of major currencies in Asian trade, currently trading at 12 rand 93 cents to the dollar, 16 rand 11 to the pound sterling, and 13 rand 72 to the euro. The euro is at 1 dollar 06, and the dollar is trading at 113.84 Japanese yen. The Chinese yuan is at 1 rand 88, and in India, 1 rand is worth 5 rupees 16. In Nigeria, 1 dollar is at 304 naira 45. In Kenya, a dollar costs 103 shilling 50, and in Botswana, 1 dollar changes hands at 10 pula 35. Now for a brief look at some of the stock markets. Stocks on the JC closed mainly lower, dragged down by mining shares as the rent continued to strengthen, but better than expected inflation data supported banks and financials. The All Share Index was flat at 52,485. Financials were 0.3% up and the Industrials 25 Index added 0.1%. The top 10 resources declined by 0.7%. The platinum mining index lost 2.7% and the gold mining index was 1.4% lower. On the capital market, the yield on the R186 government bond closed at 8.58%. European markets were firmer at the close of trade. Britain's FTSE 100 was 0.4% up. The CAC 40 in Paris increased by half a percent and Germany's DAX added 0.2%. Markets in the U.S. closed higher, with the Dow Jones gaining 0.4%. U.S. retail sales rose more than expected in January, coming in at 0.4%, and consumer prices rose 0.6% in January, recording their biggest gain in nearly four years. This is boosting prospects of an interest rate increase from the U.S. Federal Reserve next month. Asian stock markets are mixed at this hour. Japan's Nikkei has so far declined by 0.6%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng is 0.4% firmer. And mainland China's Shanghai Composite Index has added 0.2%. Australia's ASX All Ordinaries Index is 0.2% down. And the Sensex on India's Bombay Stock Exchange is 0.1% up. Let's uh, take a look at uh, the commodities market now. Gold is trading at uh, $1,235 an ounce, and platinum is at $1,011 an ounce. The price of Brent crude oil is at $55.75 a barrel. Let's uh, make sense of these figures now. Mohamed Nala, Head Strategic Research at NetBank CIB. Good morning to you, Mohamed. Morning, Bongi. Morning to the listeners. It's going to sound odd. You work for NetBank. NetBank is not implicated in this whole bank collusion saga, but three banks in South Africa and 17 international banks coming together, colluding, we told, to rob the poor rent. How is the market reacting? Look, I mean, thus far we haven't yet seen a massive reaction come through in terms of the stock prices of those banks that are mentioned in the Competition Commission's uh, press release. Uh, Perhaps the reason for this is that there's still a fairly lengthy process following this. I mean, effectively, you know, the the regulators have been notified and the banks have been notified and now they will go through into a series of hearings, make representations and so forth. I mean, this is effectively, Bongi, it's not necessarily new news. I think the list of banks that are implicated is, is certainly new, but it is the culmination of an investigation that has been ongoing for a series of months. In fact, I think the first time I'd actually seen it was uh, was earlier last year. So let's see how it pans out. But yesterday, we certainly didn't see the reaction come through in the uh, in the share prices of those banks mentioned thus far. SA inflation eases, but retail sales remain downbeat. Yes, I mean, if, if, if you look at SA inflation, we, we had expected the December print to be the peak. Uh, in, in fact, we had 
prior to that expected the November print to be the peak and the December number was a massive upside surprise. So quite encouraging that the January number surprised to the downside at 6.6%. Something that does obviously bear mentioning is that we're still quite significantly above the upper end of that 3 to 6% target range from the Reserve Bank. The big upside uh, surprises or contributors rather to the CPI number remaining food inflation, which I still think is a lot more elevated even relative to my own expectations, which are still quite bearish. They're still in the solid double digits. Uh, but then we also had a fairly large contribution come through from transport inflation. Uh, remember, we had a petrol price increase in the latter part of last year uh, and early this year, and that's obviously filtering through to the inflation basket. Uh, our expectation is for inflation to return within the 3 to 6% band, uh, probably by, by around the middle of this year, but that's likely going to keep the Saab fairly cautious. Uh, and I personally wouldn't be expecting the Saab to be making any policy moves in the near term. Uh, I would expect them to keep rates on hold uh, for the foreseeable future. And US CPI surged, leading to greater expectations of a Fed hike and supporting the dollar. Is this uh, short-lived, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, yesterday we saw we saw the reaction quite sharply in the markets, a stronger dollar in reaction to those higher U.S. CPI numbers. And the reason for this is CPI came out at 2.5% on a year-on-year basis uh, from 2.1% previously. Uh, and the important thing to note, uh, firstly, twofold. One, the U.S. has a 2% inflation target. Uh, so this effectively, if you're looking at CPI, would put that above their, their target range. But another important point to note is this is not their official measure of inflation. Uh, the Fed targets another measure of inflation that's called PCE, uh, and that at this point in time still remaining below the 2% mark, but maybe on the next print we could possibly see that head above 2%. This causing a bit of a stir in the market. We saw the dollar strengthen intraday, uh, but then, uh, as you correctly mentioned, it, it was fairly short-lived. Uh, and and, and uh, thus far, we've seen the dollar pull back, give back those gains. That's led the RAND significantly stronger. You've mentioned the RAND in your intro there. I spoke to it, uh, to, it uh, to that point yesterday with Sakina at quite some length. We've now broken below 13, uh, and this opens up a technical level of between 1280 and 1250. We'll be watching for a test of those levels to the downside, certainly in the shorter term. Very interesting. China's holdings of U.S. Treasuries drop by most of, on record last year as the Chinese utilize reserves to show up the economy. Tell us more about this. Now, this, this is important. I mean, China is our largest trading partner, and, and, and obviously the health of the Chinese economy has a fairly direct bearing on the South African economy. And now this is on the back of data released from the United States showing that Chinese holdings of U.S. Treasuries fell by almost $190 billion last year. That's the most since we've actually started collecting records on this. Uh, and I guess it correlates very closely with the fact that last year we saw Chinese, in fact over the last two years you've seen Chinese total foreign reserves, that inc- includes their dollar reserves and pretty much everything else, fell from a level of around $4 trillion down to around $3 trillion. So they've been burning through reserves at quite a furious pace in terms of supporting their currency or intervening in their currency markets, intervening in their economy. Uh, and this is like a trend that's going to continue. Why is it important for the United States? Uh, China has thus far been the largest holder of U.S. Treasuries, uh, but if they're not buying, it does place upward pressure on those bond yields in the United States. Uh, furthermore, it does play into China's longer-term strategy, I guess, not just providing support to their economy, but also starting to entrench the use of the yuan as a global trade currency. And we've seen many moves in that direction, certainly with regards to the establishment of bilateral swap lines with countries like South Africa. Uh, and then also late last year, a lot of people missed this, but China included a whole bunch of emerging 
due to their currency basket, the rand comprising around 1.8% of that currency basket. So all part of a much bigger theme that's at play with regards to China, certainly one that I think the listeners would need to watch over the course of the next couple of years, in fact.